It is Wednesday, October 13th, time for another Lawyer Talk Blitz session. And as everybody knows, we are tuning in with the Blitz on Wednesdays to take in all callers, all legal questions, and uh, provide the best information we can. Generally, we have some other people at the table. Uh, we have Norm Murdoch, who's been filling in, uh, as well as Brett from Circle 270 Media. Uh, they are not here today. I have just got one of those days where I can answer some questions on the Blitz, and I got to rock and roll. Believe it or not, I have another career. And it supports my podcast hobby. One day I'd like to flip that around and have a podcast career that supports my law practice. But until then, I the show must go on and my law practice has to continue. So I've got a big project i got to get out uh, later today, so I've got to go up. I don't have time for a for full show. I do, however, as always, have time for the Blitz Nation, and uh, I expect to interface with them any minute now. Um, until then, just a couple quick announcements. I think first and foremost is uh, I want to tell you about the Lawyer Talk Q&A series. I started doing this um, a couple, three weeks ago. I would uh, get these thoughts and ideas about questions that I received, not only upstairs in my law firm, but uh, down here in the podcast studio as well as online. And even on the Blitz, I get uh, lots of legal questions. I'm trying to keep them mostly relative to my law practice and criminal defense, but I'll take on other things, I'm sure, as time goes on. And, and what I've started doing on my Q&A series is uh, dropping little bite-sized, easily consumable shorts, I'll call them. I'm just an- taking the questions that are getting answered. I'm, I'm answering only those questions uh, in the Q&A series in, in one episode. So, you know, they're like 10 minutes long at the most, maybe a little bit longer, mostly shorter. And the idea is if you want to get a quick answer to a question, uh, you can just submit it. I'll answer it quickly. And you don't have to sort through all the uh, the longer form podcasts that we do. Now, that doesn't mean we're not taking questions also in the longer form podcast. And, and certainly those who are listening to that, uh, please continue to listen. We're going we're gonna to keep doing it. But I wanted to offer this, uh, one, because it helps me. I, I have a lot of ideas as I drive in in the mornings or otherwise, and uh, it, it, this helps me get the questions out there and get them answered uh, in a really easy format. And then, and two, it, it, it helps, I think, the listeners get their questions answered quickly, easily, and uh, accessibly. So tune in and check it out. If you've already subscribed to Lawyer Talk, you're going to get the uh, Q&A anyway because I'm not, I'm not creating a separate series for it or a separate podcast for it. It's going on the same series. Uh, but uh, if you haven't subscribed, do it now, and then you can just uh, get access to those Q&As. And if you don't have time for the big, uh, longer episodes, uh, that's okay. Catch up when you can. But in the short term, uh, you can get uh, some answers to some questions. So uh, it looks like the Blitz is about ready to interface. Uh, let's tune in with them now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Time to talk to our buddy Steve Palmer, who's on here giving free legal advice. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you guys doing today? Doing pretty awesome, man. Uh, pretty awesome. Now, we have some text uh, from what I understand, correct? Killed so we'll, oh. uh, we'll fire right off the uh, old text machine here at 99700. Got a spot open for you guys if you want to jump in. Trying to get through the thousand kiss texts that we got. Oh, my God. So we them. did. Yeah, we got a, a kiss text. Actually, I think I have it here. Here's one right here. Hey, I've got one for Steve Palmer, but I'm able to get through on the phone. So essentially, I'm stuck in a physical and mental abusive a relationship with my girlfriend. She is much smaller than myself and gets physical very often. I want out of this relationship. The issue being we have two children together. The children have her last name and we are unmarried. I'm stuck in this relationship as she moved across states to live here with me. And on top of that, she tells me that if I leave her, that she's going to the police and tell them that our second daughter is a rape baby. She calls me a rapist daily. And the way she has twisted the conception of our second child into a very believable story of rape. I think at this point, she has tricked herself into believing it. 
I get a lawyer and challenge that right away. I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, let's see. Let's find out if, I, you know, they go, what, what a terrible thing to say about somebody. I might have to move to Texas for upcoming uh, job for my work. And I just don't know how to handle this. Please leave my name out. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Um, hey, Steve, what do you think here? Yeah, let's talk about Bill's problem here. So we can, um, here, here's the deal. Go to court. You need to go to court and you need to get paternity established. You need to get uh, some rules of play in order. Uh, just because the children have uh, your girlfriend's last name does not mean that you're not the father. It doesn't mean that you don't have parental rights. And it certainly doesn't mean that you're going to be closed out. Uh, as far as allegations that uh, your child is a rape baby or you've committed crimes, um, I don't want to say just disregard because that stuff has some uh, dangerous possibilities. But if you haven't done anything wrong, um, then you haven't done anything wrong. If you do get contacted by the police, even if you are innocent, I still uh, would tell you do not make any statements without calling an attorney first. Uh, you just never know what exactly is going on, and you never know when you're going to uh, fall into a bag of tricks. Uh, but as far as um, the children go, you want to make sure they're safe. And, and generally speaking, abusive relationships, uh, mentally, physically, or otherwise, are just that. You got They're abusive, and you got to get out. It's not healthy for you, and it's not healthy for your kids. And it may it sounds like it may well be that uh, that your kids are better off with you. Uh, you, you know, you, you, the, the, the domestic court will get involved and decide what is in the best interest of the children, and, and then you can get the rules of play established. This is uh, well worth the money to hire a good, qualified domestic relations attorney. If it's here in Franklin County, uh, actually, if it's anywhere, I can probably get you a referral. Give me a shout, 614-224-6142. And then, obviously, uh, give me a call if you do get contacted by the police on any of this other stuff. All right. Here's a, a question that was texted into us. It's maybe kind of along the same lines. Hey, I have a question for Steve Palmer. I listen to all of Steve's podcasts and have oh, a cool. question. I want to put a tracker on my ex's car. We have a son together, <laughs> and I think she leaves him home alone a lot during the night and in the morning before school. She is not there. I want to find proof and hopefully use it in court for custody. Can I place a GPS tracker on her car? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punt on this question. What I'm going to have you do is call. This is a lot like the other question. You're right. We want to call a domestic relations attorney to see how that's going to be viewed. You don't want to just start doing things that are uh, that are going to backfire uh, against the goals that you're trying to accomplish. If the idea is that your children are not safe, then certainly you want to get that documented and you want to get it established that uh, they're not safe, but you want to do it in the right way. Uh, this sounds like a self-help measure. And I, look, I'm all for self-help, but on the other hand, uh, you're playing in a forum that is uh, domestic relations court that, that has rules, it has uh, uh, practices and what judges like and what they don't like. And you don't want to do something that's going to run afoul of that. So before you did anything like put trackers on, uh, hire investigators, et cetera, let's get, some, uh, let's get some good domestic relations advice going. And uh, then you can do it uh, with the, at least with the comfort that you've got professional help behind you. So uh, again, this is like, uh, if you get, give me a shout, 614-224-6142, I'll get you a good referral. All right, perfect. 821-9970, 800-821-9970. Legal questions with Steve Palmer. And, you know, I think going into any of those situations uh, without a lawyer would be tough. You know, somebody saying that the, the rape conception thing, like, can you imagine somebody saying that to you every day? Like, no. you are a rapist. And if you know you're not, like, what? Yeah. And I would say this, anybody who's making that accusation, it sounds like they're crazy. And, you know, first of all, if it's true, that's tragic. If it's not true, and I don't think it is, but you never know, uh, then get out. You know, it's like that's that's no healthy right. relationship. Right. It's, it's awful.
And I don't say that like to be mean or anything like that. I say that like maybe to just, if it resonates with anyone else out there, man, you know, there is a way out. Um, This one just came in. I need advice. My mom is an unemployed in an unemployment battle. I'm sorry. The employer lied and submitted a false police report saying she assaulted someone on the job. What can she do? Well, I I don't do a whole lot of unemployment law, but generally speaking, uh, once you make an unemployment claim, now this may have all been turned upside down and sideways because of COVID. I know uh, the unemployment uh, benefits and the and the administrative, I guess, organization was taxed to the extreme. But it used to be that if you applied for unemployment and the employer objected, you would get a. Uh, it would initially just the objection would get denied by paper. Uh, then the employer would really, really object, and then you'd get a telephone hearing, and uh, there'd be uh, some sort of hearing officer on the phone hearing both sides of it, and they would make a decision. Um, I would I would challenge the employer's assertions if they are false, and stick by your guns here. If you're entitled to unemployment, then uh, you should stay on it. Now, the good news is there are lots and lots and lots and lots of jobs out there, and I'm not saying you're you're avoiding your your uh, civic duty to go get a job, but uh, hopefully uh, your unemployment doesn't have to last forever and you, you can find good and uh, better work. I know that it is an employee's market right now. There's a lot of good uh, businesses and uh, business owners looking for good people. It sounds like you're a good person, so uh, good luck to you. All right, 821-9970, oh, oh, You have one go. Well, there's a question, and I'm trying to make a little sense of it here. It came all jumbled up, so let me do the best I can with this. Uh, this person says they were diagnosed uh, with some uh, type of uh, health situation, uh, a disease that can potentially uh, take their life within the next few years. Oh, my God. And this person is really worried that uh, he, they, he, they don't want their brothers or their sisters to handle any of the funeral decisions or any financial decisions. And they want to know, is there a way to make um, their best friend uh, like the executor and all that is something to do with a will or is there, does the family just automatically get those uh, t- to make those kind of decisions? Well, there's two ways to look. There's two things that can happen. One, if you die intestate, that's fancy lawyer talk for saying uh, you don't have a will. If you die without a will, then uh, the courts will just sort of, uh, th- there's a statutory scheme that that takes over and it probably goes to your next of kin, whoever that would be. Uh, if you have a will, however, and it designates who the executor is to be, it uh, designates how things are going to be uh, distributed and what's going to happen, then the courts will follow that. So right now is a great time to call my good friend and my attorney, Jay Michael, 614-443-6262. He's a great probate lawyer. He will be able to set you up with a a will, uh, no matter how complex he can do it, and uh, he can get this stuff in place for you. So if the worst thing here, it sounds like this is an awful way to to live with this kind of fear, but at least you can lay to rest uh, that part of it and know that uh, things are going to happen the way you want them to. I mean, Jay Michael took care of everything with Thick's uh, will. I mean, how's Thick going to get rid of all that tackle when Thick dies? I mean, you know, right. all, the, all my uh, fishing all, gear, yeah, all, all the jitterbugs, yeah, all your kids are going to be clamming for all that stuff, man. You know, you can't just let a Rapala go without no, saying man. who it's going to. It's got to go to somebody who's going to, you know, appreciate it, hand painted. Yeah, the one I gave you. Yeah, remember that, oh, dude? I don't even take that out of the From box. Ray, Ray Kemper in Wheelersburg that does not even come out of the box. All right, I don't. You got to find someone good because box. there's actually a whole set of golf clubs at our club that the family didn't want and so it was a big time golfer at the club so they kept them there in honor of him and if you want to like use them you can oh because the family is like meh that was his hobby 
Okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'll be like, no, I'll just take the new set of Titleists if you have those. I'll try those out. Right. I don't need Bubba's clubs. Right. I don't need Bubba's clubs. <laughs> All right. This is uh, coming in from Jeff. It's pretty embarrassing. He said, I was meeting a girl online for some fun. Now, I didn't pay for sex, but I always ask when I do this if they're involved in the law just to be safe. She said, no, I went to the motel to meet up. Police officer approached my car, made me get out, checked my phone, called in my ID, realized I didn't have any criminal history, let me go. Now, as relieved as I am, I wasn't arrested, but he said, I can't promise you won't get any papers in the mail. Should I be worried? Am I going to get charged? I have to go to court? Like I said, no money was ever discussed. I had no intention of paying her. I want to believe the police officer just said, get the hell out of here. We're done. But I'm truthfully scared. It's yeah. preventing me from sleeping and eating the last two days. Oh, that's too bad. This only occurred two days ago. So he's I'm like, confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, here's the he deal. He said he met somebody online, and then when he showed up to go meet them, I guess they agreed to meet at a hotel, which mm-hmm. is slightly sus. They were but, a hooker, I'm well, assuming? No, no, no. She, they, they were just, uh, allegedly, they were like meeting up for a date. But it's like Tinder? Yeah, something like that's he's, what, I was meeting a girl online for some fun. Yeah, for some maybe fun. maybe okay. met him on Christ. Oh, I see. Like well, I mean, even for sex, I mean, you're allowed to do that, right? Like, if you agree to meet, you know, Jane at, over at the yeah, Motel can't Six, be any payment, I guess. After yeah. who knows? No, no, I know that, but I'm saying, like, but if you say, "Hey, I met you, and we're gonna do X, Y, and Z together," and I mean, that's perfectly legal, right? Well, here's how this works: the the police have these. I'll just call them sting operations, for lack of a better way to put it, uh, and they set up these. Uh, uh, they put out ads, either uh, whatever the latest place to put out ads. It used to be a newspaper, and obviously now it's all online. And they yeah. go fishing for potential Johns. They go fishing for people who are looking to pay for sex. And uh, when people call, they try to get them discussing sexual activity for money. Sounds like this guy did not discuss any sexual activity for money. And when, when he showed up, the police were like, hey, look, dude, uh, you're close here, but uh, why don't you just get on out of here? Etc. Now, I don't think if I guess I would look at it this way. If you didn't commit any crimes, they don't really have any papers or other way to charge you. If you did commit crimes and that is uh, did something illegal or this was an underage person or there was a discussion about sex for money, then uh, that's a problem and you want to be cautious. Give us a shout. But uh, generally speaking, you're allowed to go meet a consenting adult and have uh, whatever sort of sexual interlude you want provided that uh, it is an adult, provided there is consent, and uh, provided it is not for money. Uh, as soon as you uh, get on record, and what they do is the police will record all this, and usually it's at a hotel room with, a, with an adjoining room with all the surveillance going on. Oh, I and, love those um, videos. Yeah, there, there's a lot of that going on. And, you know, Dude, she'll those go guys in. are always so shocked. They're, like, so shocked. You can see it in their, in their eyes. They're like, what is my wife going to say? This sucks. Yeah, it, and it's sad, really. <laughs> it, it is so sad. It just, is I that entrapment in a way? Is that, like, entrapment? Entrapment means you are not predisposed to commit the crime. So it's a really, sometimes we can get entrapment. Like a guy like this, for instance, if he were, if he went there and there was no discussion of money, he had no intent on paying money and, and they just kept bringing it up, bringing it up, asking and, and telling him, uh-huh. hey, look, it costs money. He's like, look, I, you know, it, it, that might be an entrapment uh, type of case. But if you go there having discussed paying money for sex and then they, they just sort of push you down the path. That's not entrapment. So you got to be cautious. And, you know, I would say this, it's not to judge anybody for what they're doing, but this is high risk behavior. You're meeting strangers in a strange place. 
uh, to engage in uh, in sex or whatever, and you just never know what you're going to run into. Uh, you know, and, and maybe in some ways it's good that it was the police because nothing bad happened. In other ways, uh, if you go there with the intent to commit crimes, the police will put you in handcuffs. But anyway. so, like, what is too much? Like, well, I, and, and I'd ask that, like, you know, from a just a curious place, like on 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 the conversation, like stuff like this, you say you can never discuss money. Like, is there a line? Like as soon as they say a dollar amount or is there like a gray area? Like, how does that work? It gets, it's sort of gray and sort of not. It depends on the individual factual situations, but generally speaking, if there is a discussion about some sort of sexual activity for consideration, money, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a crime. It's uh, soliciting for prostitution and it's a crime. Uh, it's a misdemeanor of the first degree, and uh, there are ways we handle these all the time, and we try to do it as discreetly as possible. I help a lot of people. You know, a, a lot of times it, it's it, people engage in this. They've got some depression issues. Most people don't do it regularly, or they're just one-offs, and they, you know, they. I don't know. There's all sorts of different ways. They're not or, skills. Or they, they don't have those skills like to get by, and they get hemmed up with the police. I get it, man. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, it's a lot of stuff for us to really uh, download today. I mean, that is, a, that is a big plate for myself and Randy and Kelly and Rick. I don't know. Not so much Rick. Rick doesn't look so shocked. So I'm kind of a little concerned about that. Looks like he may have been to a bait shop or two, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you, uh, sir, have a great day. I'm sure uh, court is calling. If uh, you need to call Steve to go to court for you, Steve, what's that super hotline that they can get you on? Yeah, here's the bat phone, 614-224-6142. And here's the thing. If you put it in your phone now and you just hit send, if you get in trouble, you're going to get me. I have a, an answering service 24-7. It's live. They're great. They'll help you through the problem and get you connected with me uh, for some quick emergency advice. So 614-224-6142. Look us up at ohiolegaldefense.com. Yep. And Steve has helped me on so many different fronts. I, I can't say enough uh, amazing things. The, actually, the last time that I called Steve to use Steve, uh, I called him. I said, Steve, I'm on the golf course right now. And I forgot to clean the garage. And Randy asked me to before I went golfing. What do I do? Oh my! And gosh. your response was like, that's not exactly a legal situation. Yeah, but we still took care of it. You, you really sure did. did. Yes. I'm not going to say what happened, but man, we <laughs> took care of it. All right, guys. Steve Palmer. Look at this guy. <laughs> All right, that was uh, that was the blitz with 99.7 uh, Loper and Randy over there uh, with Thick Rick and Kelly. I, I, I tell you, I've been doing this now for somebody asked me how long. It's been almost off and on for uh, maybe 12, 13 years. We had a couple uh, stints there where we weren't doing it, but uh, always great, always fun, and I love answering those questions. I love talking to folks and and uh, and hearing their questions by text. Anyway, uh, at Lawyer Talk here, if you have your own questions, uh, just go ahead and submit them. LawyerTalkPodcast.com. Uh, or call upstairs to the law firm, 614-224-6142. I have to wrap it up today. I don't have the rest of the crew in to do a full show, unfortunately. I've got a project to do. I've got a law practice to tend to, and I've got work that needs to get done. Sad but true. Uh, That's just how it goes. A couple quick announcements first before I sign off, uh, as I typically do. Uh, Check us out at channel511.com if you want your own podcast uh, lots of people are signing up these days. There's lots of businesses, lots of entertainment type podcasts. We're doing video stuff here. We've got some social media entertainers that come in after hours and use the studio. Really great stuff happening. And and we've got all the kinks ironed out. It sounds good. You can do a video podcast. We've got multiple cameras. Uh, the audio is, as you can hear, is professional thanks to Freddie B and uh, his audio engineering capabilities. Uh, the video is always great thanks to Photo Dan, Dan Buckley over at Dan Buckley Photography. Uh, and with Brett at Circle 270 Media uh, Podcast, get where they need to be 
uh, when they need to be there and disseminated the way they should be disseminated. So uh, this has been another riveting episode of Lawyer Talk uh, with Randy and Loper on Wednesday, off the record, on the air, at least until now.